And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. Today's guest is Hilary Lehan. Hilary is a spiritual hypnotherapist who does near-death recovery, and today we're going to discuss the wonderful things she is finding through regression into the spirit realm and beyond. Hilary, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, Hilary, how did you get into this work in the first place? Yeah, so um, about nine uh, years ago, eight or nine years ago, um, I got heavily into near-death experience um, research, I guess. Um, You know, I'm not a researcher, but uh, at the same time, um, I was like many where I I just go headfirst in it, right? And I, I went headfirst in. I read and I watched and I, I consumed so much information. And I'm, I'm not sure why that started. It kind of came out of the blue, really, for me. Um, and um, so I started, yeah, consuming lots of information on near-death experiences. I myself had. Um, a couple <laughs> uh, near-death experience, um, like near-death experience uh, experiences um, that really kind of stood out to me in my life. And um, I, I often wondered, uh, you know, what what was that? And uh, I had no idea when they happened. Uh, uh, I didn't know about near-death experiences, but a few years after the second one, I delved into all this material and watching videos and um, reading on the IN's website, reading lots of information. Um, and so I went down that path. At that time, I was training to be an industrial designer. Um, so a product designer, really. And um, I was going into, I was almost on university for that. And um I got out into the work world and I did some work in corporate and grassroots level. And suddenly I, my body just kind of shut down on me. I started to have a a major um, sleeping disorder and uh, a very rare sleeping disorder, apparently. But um, through hypnosis, I was able to recover my life back, right? And uh, at that time, I, uh, I thought, okay, I, I need to retrain in something that's more holistic, um, because my body was not liking corporate. <laughs> and so I went into hypnotherapy. Now, the NDE recovery starts to come in at this point, And I start thinking, okay, you know, besides helping people with anxiety and sleep disorders and weight loss, I'd love to help uh, NDEers. Um, go through their experience again and they may not go through their whole experience but they might go through snippets of it or or um get a better understanding of it um you know past research i i delved into past research with people that did um uh nde i'm not sure they called it recovery but they uh they had uh sample sizes of people that had gone through um having their ndes uh, experienced again. And the research said that, you know, it was beneficial to these people. 
And so I thought, okay, you know what, I think I can maybe integrate this into my practice and uh, take on a few NDEers. And it's interesting because it's kind of morphed into NDEs, uh, OBEs, uh, STEs, uh, uh, spiritually transformative experiences, and shared death experiences. So um, yeah, it's really kind of taken on a different look now. Um, and I'll be speaking about that at, at the IANS conference this year. But um, yeah, so that's that's a little bit about how <laughs> so I kind of got convoluted way of getting to mm-hmm. how I got into it. Can you share with us your experiences? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, 20 years ago, I had um, an experience where, so both experiences happened in my sleep and right in the morning, right, right before waking up. And so 20 years ago, I had an experience where I was suddenly in a, a tunnel moving very quickly towards a light. And this, this isn't a long experience, it's very short, but it's, I'm in this tunnel and there's purple and oranges and, and I can hear a choir getting louder and louder and louder as I'm approaching the light. Now, I, you know, that I have no idea what that was, but um, I woke up, right? Uh, I woke up and then about, mm, I'd say going on 10 years now, nine or 10 years ago, I had an experience again in the morning as I was sleeping of uh, my body was laying on a beach and the wa- I could feel the water kind of washing over my body and I could feel myself being kind of lifted up lifted up into this light this this consuming light and like so many experiencers talk about uh this overwhelming feeling of love and just yeah it was just amazing and again, yeah, you can't really explain what it felt like. It's just, it's just incredible. Um, at that point, I thought I'm dying. And I was, I said to myself, okay, I'm totally okay with this because <laughs> it felt so amazing. And um, then my second thought was, I don't want to leave my boyfriend, right? I don't want to leave him. And just like that, back in the body and I woke up so I don't know (laughs) it's up to interpretation but who knows um what those were but they they were all part and parcel of leading me down this pathway of connecting with people of helping in the ears of you know the hypnosis and all that wonderful stuff that's been brought into my life and others thank you for sharing those yeah you're welcome (laughs) Now, I realize that every person's NDE is different from everybody else's, but have you noticed any patterns that are similar between NDE experiencers? Yes, absolutely. Um, There are, I mean, I guess in my mind, I think of them as milestones, but not every experiencer experiences the milestones. Um, that I have kind of in my head from uh, reading and seeing and taking people through them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, sometimes there's uh, the light, the, you know, beautiful light, uh, a tunnel. Um, a lot of experiencers have 
the uh, experience of the um, life review in many different forms. Um, talking with loved ones. And a lot of experiencers have the experience of having somebody, whether a loved one or guide or God or, you know, whoever, say, you know, it's not your time. You, you need to go back for whatever purpose, right? So yeah, there are there are lots of different parallel parallels between experiencers. Yeah. So since you've had some experiences yourself, as well as helping these people, are you now one hundred percent certain that NDEs are real? Personally, yes, <laughs> yes, I I believe that they are real. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to explain. Um, there's just, uh, after you've seen it yourself, gone through some experiences yourself, um, and just read so much information and seen so much, uh, you know, videos, and there's so much stuff coming out now. I mean, even just eight years ago, when I was going through information, there was, n- there was not this amount of information that was coming out every day. You know, you kind of had to scour youtube to find information Mm -hmm. but um uh yeah absolutely i i i believe that they're real absolutely is there one or two nde experiences that you have helped people recover that just totally blew you away and if so can without revealing who the person is can you give us any information Mm -hmm. yeah um well, I will. Okay, so I'll talk about um, I'll talk about Lisa Jones because I did interview her, and and um, you know I don't think she would mind me talking about a little bit of her experience. So Lisa Jones is a a, a wonderful, wonderful woman, beautiful soul that uh, she experienced a shared death experience, and so I took her through a, a regression to. Um, go back to her shared death experience. And uh, while she was there, she she felt that love again, right? It was right there. Um, and she, you know, saw her, her, her husband um, that had passed. Um, and she even was shown some some new things, some some things that she hadn't seen in her her shared death experience so that these were new to her and she was being taken around the spirit realm, you know, looking at things and experiencing things. And um, this was, uh, yeah, it was just amazing to me to see her go through this. Um, And I will say uh, she's the only one that I've interviewed uh, about their experience, but um, I will say that, uh, a lot of the other experiencers that I've interviewed um, or not interviewed, taken through regression, um, they they have that sense of connection again, right? They have that sense of love again. It's kind of that all-encompassing feeling, all-encompassing love um, and the renewed feeling of connection. Um, and it helps. What I find is it, it has helped people understand their experience more. Um, 
and even integrate, integrate their experience into their life. You know, some people have a really hard time coming back, right, into these bodies and and trying to live on, you know, in in this realm. And um, and so what this regression has shown me is that uh, it's highly beneficial for people that are that are struggling, maybe, or um, you know, to to understand what happened, or um, or if they just want to um, have the benefits again, you know, have the understanding and the connection again, uh, if it's if it's lost at all, you know. First, I want to say Lisa Jones has also been on my podcast. She's number two twenty. So if you haven't seen that, you may you can go back and kind of revisit that one. So it sounds like you're a very ethical person. You're not really giving up any information about your clients. What are the ethics and what you do? Yes. So, um, so I will not take anybody through a uh, what people are calling a hellish experience, a frightening experience, right? So that that doesn't happen. And I understand that some people. Um, uh, would like to uh, understand or 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 go through the experience to integrate themselves back into this world to understand it to to maybe feel better about it. Um, but uh, you know, morally and ethically, I, I cannot do that. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and I do not take anybody through their death. Ex- um, so anything leading up to their death experience, their, their um, near death experience. Um, so what I do with people is I take them to um, a beautiful place, you know, if they like beaches, if they like gardens, if they like a forest, that's where we go. And, uh, and then from there, it just integrates into the experience. Hmm. Right. So it, there's uh, it's a, it's a smooth transition. There's no going back to how you died, anything like that. It's, it's just, beautiful place. And then suddenly you're on the other side. All right. Tell me again, why you do not regress anybody who's had a hellish experience. I think it's those, uh, those things. So I, I wouldn't want to put them through that experience again. Right. Um, because a lot of this right now is online, I can't be there to help them out. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's okay. But also, I take a lot of my work and what's been done in the past into the present. So past studies, all these past studies by researchers, by doctors, they do not uh, take people through hellish experiences. So I have taken that on as something that, you know, I think is is ethically, um, you know, it, it's it's something that I should not be doing. <laughs> Do you think that everybody who's had a positive experience should have hypnotherapy because there's a great benefit to it? I think it's really um, up to the person, obviously. But um, I think if you've had a positive experience, um, yeah, it's it's worth looking into. Um, but I've had people that go into the experience and they get there and they have a guide tell them that, um, you know, you, you don't need to do this. You're already 
um, integrated or, you know, you have what you need. Right. And then, and then we're done. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, so not everybody needs to, uh, but if somebody feels in their soul that they're compelled to do this, then I would, you know, I would say, yes, I'd go for it. What about people who are not supposed to remember their experience or things that they're, the mm-hmm. things that they've learned, like mysteries of the universe and all this? Yeah. Do they recapture that or is it blocked during the session? Um, honestly, I haven't gotten there uh, with people. So I, what the people that I've regressed have not had any um, uh, blocks that they know of. And, um, but that's something that I'm looking into, right? So I, I really think that's a big question. And um, I think that would be really interesting to find out. <laughs> I read that you do not charge for your services. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Yeah. So because I'm doing it for the benefit of them and, uh, you know, I, I talk about my findings at the IANS conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I may do some writing about it in the future mm-hmm. and not saying people's names or anything like that, but just the overarching benefits of it. Um, I don't see that uh, I should be charging for it. Right now, I, because I have a hypnosis practice that takes up a lot of my time, um, you know, I, I probably stick to one person a week, one every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's I, that part. I, yeah. I think that's amazing. And I think that's a completely fair exchange that, you know, we can mm-hmm. use your information in, in exchange for that. So you've been regressing people with their NDEs for two years? Off and on, yeah. Two years, okay. So Mm -hmm. over the two years, has your work transformed at all? Absolutely. So um, my work, uh, so sorry, the NDE work or my regular work or both? Uh, The NDE work. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, the NDE work has really, like I said earlier, kind of transformed in the sense like... um, uh at first it was i was just focused on focused on ndes and i didn't really look at you know sh- uh, shared death experience or ste or obe and what i'm finding is people are really benefiting from obes and sh- sh- uh, shared death experience like lisa jones and uh, spiritually transformative experiences right so, um, yeah, what I'm finding is it's, it's morphing into something that's much broader, right? It doesn't just focus on NDEs. It's helping people experience the other realm, the spirit realm, um, uh, in their own way, um, from a past experience, right? They, they re-experience it because they're looking for more information or, you know, hopefully I get to people that have lost information. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just, it's just morphing into a different, I don't want to say animal, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just a completely, uh, not just NDE, it's more a spiritual umbrella now. So what inspires you about doing this work? 
so what I say, what I would say inspires me is um, just the the feeling that the experiencer has has after in between and after their regression. Um, it's so interesting to see. It's so beautiful, say, to see somebody go through the regression and have those feelings of love. You know, sometimes there's tears um, and uh, then move through the regression, uh, just feeling that overwhelming sense of what they had felt years ago. Right. And so that that really inspires me, you know, thinking about how I can help people in that way, wanting them to feel that again. Um, and then after their regression, uh, the inspiration for me is, you know, how did uh, it, it help you, right? And some people talk about how, um, you know, they feel better, they feel, <clears throat> excuse me, more comfortable in their skin now. Um, they, uh, because it's so fresh in their mind, they feel like it's, it's, um, you know, they're feeling all that good feeling, good vibes. Uh, some of their after effects are, are uh, I don't want to say ramped up, but like increased, I guess is the right word. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I've had some people that had uh, after effects in their near-death experience, right? And then they, um, they feel like, it's increased after having re reintroducing the experience again. Right. Um, so those kinds of things where people really take away something from it, they really benefit from it. That's what, yeah, that's what gives me inspiration to keep going and keep helping people. How have you changed personally over the couple of years doing this work? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, personally, I've changed. Um, you know, at first, I thought I thought I knew what I would go through. If that makes sense, like I thought I knew. You know, okay, well, I'll do this, and then people are probably going to do this, and they'll feel this, and you know, it's just going to play out. Just like I thought it was just going to be about NDEs, right? So over the years, I've really kind of experienced um, lots, lots of different things, right? Lots of different um, experiences. Uh, I take, you know, besides the spiritually transformative experiences and the NDE experiences, I take people through, um, you know, regular life between lives and past life regression. And so that all that together has really pushed along my spiritual sense, I, I suppose. And uh, it's really made me understand that, you know, not to think I know what's going to happen, but just to go along with it and understand that whatever happens is what's meant to happen. Right. And, um, yeah, so I would say that it's really opened up my mind on all this stuff. Like my mind, I thought my mind was open before, <laughs> but now it's even more, it's more open now. 
So are you saying that when you have difficult situations within your own life personally, that you just try to accept it and say this is meant to happen? Yeah, actually, yeah. That's a good, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, from seeing people go through it, reading about it, um, seeing lots of videos just like yours, uh, people going through experiences, um, I really believe that, you know, we're on a plan we're 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 on a life plan that we chose and um anything that's going on in our life uh is is we chose to go through it you know um as bad as that can be sometimes um i think to myself that um going through it is for the betterment of my spiritual self or soul. Have you had any of your NDE experiencers contact aliens? Yes. Yes. So um, there was an, yes. So there was an experiencer who did have uh, contact with aliens. I'm trying to exactly remember. (laughs) It was a while ago, but um she had contact with aliens and it was she was on another planet um and they were um they were showing her the life that she was to have basically <laughs> right and uh she didn't she didn't want it at all um and it was kind of said to her that you know you you have to go through this you have to go through this you signed up for it and uh you're gonna go through it (laughs) you're gonna go through the life um it wasn't a bad experience it was just a different experience right um and uh and they didn't look like aliens in the sense that you would think aliens look like they were they were kind of like um light um uh pillars i would say pillars of light and uh, but she knew she you know when she looked down at her hands they looked very alien like um and she could kind of feel what they looked like i know that's hard to <laughs> it's hard to understand but um when she looked at them she saw pillars uh, uh columns of light but she could kind of make out that they were, I mean, it wasn't human, right? It wasn't, it was, she didn't even feel like it was just spirit or guides. Um, it was this life that she had before where she went, um, she was kind of on a mission to come to earth. Have you had multiple clients who've seen aliens? And if so, has that changed your own viewpoint about if aliens are real or not? Well, I haven't had multiple um she was the only one but uh i will say that i do believe that aliens are real (laughs) yeah i do believe that aliens are real um uh and that's because of my regular practice not because of my nde uh regression practice um i 
I take people into past lives as well. Uh, that's not free, but I'll talk about it anyway. Um, and that is, um, that's where I've seen people go into lives that they're alien-like um, or just light, really. <laughs> like they're, they're pure light mm-hmm. and they're coming from like a source light. And um, so, yeah, I've had a lot of people go through that that kind of thing where where they go to different planets and they they see that you know they're kind of taken aback because a lot of people think that in a past life they're going to a war or you know they kind of think they know where they're going but it's it's funny when they get there and say oh i'm a man <laughs> right or <laughs> i'm an alien i think <laughs> so yeah it's really it's really interesting work because um People have, yeah, just incredible experiences. Yeah. In your regular practice, do people come to you with like a phobia or a problem? Let's say, like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm claustrophobic or whatever. And can you yeah. regress me in my past life and see why I'm like that? Yeah. So um, sometimes it stems from past life, uh, but sometimes, uh, like usually, I regress people to this life um, way, way back to see where that came from but sometimes people will uh pop into a past life for that mm-hmm. uh we just go wherever it started right so if it's a past life that's where they'll go um but if it's this life that's where they'll go too um and uh yeah so definitely what did you mentioned phobias phobias claustrophobia um i haven't had anyone go into a past life for claustrophobia um, but I have had people go into past lives for eating disorders, um, or, you know, weight issues. Um, I think I had somebody for smoking go into a past life. Do your clients usually resolve their problems once they do that? Yeah, because it's, it's pointing out the issue. So once you notice the issue, uh, that's, that's a level of, of, just smoothing it out, um, understanding why you do it. Um, and, you know, so for example, somebody who has a weight issue, um, they can regress to a past life. You know, I've had them regress to a past life where they're starving, right? And so when they come into this life, it's they, they have a... Um, an issue with eating, right? They want to eat more. They, they, they're worried about lack, right? Lack of food. And so when we go into the past life, there's a noticing that and seeing that and understanding that why that happened. And there's an understanding of, okay, this is why this is being played out in this life. Um, so we'll, we'll go through that and then we'll work with that child sometimes or adult that's, you know, going through that uh, in the past life, and um, and we'll just say, you know, this is this is you're okay. This is okay. You know, it's not ideal, but this is okay, and uh, you can handle this. And then we smooth that out, and then we move forward into this life. Now, sometimes in between, we go to life between lives. So sometimes I'll take them into uh, the spirit realm. And they'll go to a place where they can see their life upcoming, right? 
And uh, usually that's shown as, you know, a room with screens and um, mo- like monitors um, and you're looking at it and seeing your, your life, your new life play out. Um, but um, sorry, I'm losing track here. <laughs> but uh, they in that life between lives now, that's a whole other uh, thing to look at and go, okay, so I, you know, when I was choosing to have this life and playing it out and seeing all the different different plays that I could make, right? Um, this is this is why I chose to overeat. And this these are the challenges I chose for myself. And this is, you know, when I'm working it out and I'm working it out now. And and so when you come back to this life, it's um it you feel so much better. You feel connected to yourself. You feel connected to your soul self. Um, and you're just more aware because you've seen this past life. You understand it. Uh, and things are kind of coming together. And when you have that coming together and integration into yourself and knowing yourself, um, understanding yourself, seeing yourself as a soul, um, the the weight, you know, the weight gain and the, and the eating disorders, they just kind of drop, drop away because you're, you're aware now and things are, you know, you love yourself more when you see your soul at that level, whether it's past life or life between lives. um, It's a, it's a whole connection to self love, you know, I tell people that clients that, you know, we can look in the mirror all day long and say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And try to have self-love. But um, until you really connect to yourself, whether that be your younger self, you know, inner child work, uh, soul self, um, when you really connect on that level, that self-love just comes streaming in. Yeah. Hmm. So sorry, I went off on a tangent there. No, it's okay. Um so are you saying that everybody chooses their next life in the in-between? Personally, I, I believe that they do. And only because I've seen it so happen so many times, um, whether it's reading about it, watching it, or taking people there my, myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really do think that. Has any of your colleagues ever regressed you into your in-between life or past life? Um. Yes. So I, uh, not long ago, I think in February, I had a quantum healing session uh, by, I don't know, do you know Dolores Cannon? I know of her. You know of her, right. So she has uh, QHHT hypnosis, which mm-hmm. is quantum healing hypnosis technique. And um, so I learned that as well. So I'm a, I, I'm going through that learning i'm always learning new ways right that's great um but i decided well i'm learning this you know i learned it last year and uh i should probably go through it (laughs) right so i uh i went down to toronto and i had a session and um i went into my past lives and for me going into past lives apparently i always want to go to my death date (laughs) like the day i died so um they had a hard time kind of getting me back into the life uh, to, to play it out. But um, what happened? I was, uh, 
did you want to know about um well if you'd like to share some of some of yeah, your sure. experience yeah absolutely um so the first the first one i was um a very poor man in asia somewhere and um very uh i'm not sure what like when um but it was old it was uh, you know generations and generations ago um and i had not wanted to join the army uh and i had lost my wife and my son and um i was old i remember being old and then i i remember that the um i went into a town and i saw I saw places or not places. I saw things in this town. I saw people. And then I saw someone that was really interested in me, like coming after me kind of thing. And then I was chased out of town um, into this field. And then I was struck down uh, and killed outside of this forest area. Um, and then what was another one? So because my lives were so short <laughs> in that regression, I went into another one where I was a woman and I um, I was waiting for my husband to come home and then found out that my husband had stolen something and then he was hung and I went home and and uh, wasn't happy and I ended up I ended up committing suicide in that life. So yeah, it was it was an interesting um very interesting to see and uh and it kind of things kind of made kind of made sense you know um fears that i might have in this life i'm I'm trying to think um like that the the husband in the in my second life where he had stolen something and he was hung he is my husband now in this life so that was kind of interesting Mm. um and uh yeah it was just a really overall really really interesting um yeah (laughs) thing to do (laughs) after having that done did you have any doubt that you were really seeing your past lives or you knew or you were certain that you really were yeah i was certain um and i i say that i say that because and I, I mean, I take so many people myself through it that I, I see it from a different perspective, right? And I was certain because things were happening that I would never make up, like I would never go there, right? And it was just all playing out, all playing out. And the good thing is, um, you know, the person regressing, uh, and I do this too, is you, ne- you never ask leading questions, right? You're being led through by the person. And so um, you're, you're being led through. And for me, when I was in those lifetimes, things were happening, just happening, just like that, just like, like in real life. And uh, my mind was just there. And, you know, uh, I could see the cobblestone and the the old houses and a market area. Um, and yeah, to me, I, I don't feel like it was um, uh, made up. 
because I can't imagine I can't imagine making those things up, yeah. right? And also, I should say, because uh, I'm sure some people are wondering, um, when you die, uh, because usually in a past life or, uh, regression, you will be taken to your, your, you'll go through your life and then you'll be taken to your, the day that you die just to transition properly, right? And learn lessons and understand challenges from that life. And um, you don't, you're not, experiencing it let's just say that so you're not you're not feeling anything you're not it's it's mainly almost like from an out-of-body experience looking down at the person going through whatever and then it's done and then your spirit form Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. so in case people were worried that (laughs) you might go through some you know reaction there to to being killed so is the process basically you relax a person first and then as you said, for the NDEs, let's go to a beach or somewhere. And then once they feel relaxed, you say, okay, then, you know, yeah. let's now move to you were outside of your body and your body was on the side of the road or something. Um, yeah. So uh, they'll, I'll, they'll be in a, a beautiful place, um, you know, whatever they think is beautiful, right? I'll take them wherever they want to go. And, uh, and then from there I'll go, okay, so now, uh, we're going to think about your intention. Your intention for this session was to experience your ND, OB, right? Um, whatever. <laughs> right? It's a lot of different kinds. Um, and I'll say, okay, so, um, uh, you're going to, things are going to fade and there's like a mist coming in, a beautiful mist. You're going to see light. And at three, two, one, you're there, right? And then they're there and they're, they're not dying. Like I said before, they're, they're already there. They're on the other side experiencing that. And, um, uh, you know, some people go through the whole experience um, and some people do snippets and, you know, someone will suddenly be maybe like halfway through their experience and it what i say to people is whatever you're meant to see today is exactly what you're meant to go through and experience and you know because again some people get there and they're being told you don't need to be here like don't worry about it (laughs) right and then we come out of it just like that but um uh yeah whatever you go through is exactly what you're meant to go through is it safe or accurate for me to say if you are a person who's had a near-death experience and you would like to be regressed in exchange for having your story in a book or presented at ions conferences then to go ahead and contact you yeah so um my website will be uh, in the description I'm imagining to this video. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can feel free to go to my website. And then uh, down at the very bottom, there's a submission form. And you can just submit a little form and say, you know, I'm, I heard you on, on this podcast. And, um, and I'm wondering if, you know, you have any openings. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm, uh, booked up until September, late September. So, um, you know, uh, they, there would be a little bit of a wait time, but that's okay. People mm-hmm. can, uh, can definitely sign up and, um, it wouldn't be like a go ahead and book yourself. It would just be a back and forth of us talking about 
you know, what, um, a little bit about your uh, NDE just to make sure that, you know, it's not a bad experience and, you know, you know what's going on and you know the, the guidelines and, um, and then, yeah, we book you in, I book you in and then we go from there. Mm -hmm. For people who are listening on iTunes or Spotify or just audio places, uh, what is your website? Yes, my website is somhypnosis.com. So S-O-M-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S dot com. Okay, great. And I believe you have a YouTube channel. What's the name of that? The name is State of Mind Hypnosis. Um, but I'm not actually sure if it's a big enough channel to... <laughs> Whenever I look it up, I can never find it. So mm. I'm not sure, but um, I can give you the link and it can be below. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how to share that. Yeah. On here. Uh, yeah. If I get the link from you, I'll put it in the description. Mm -hmm, for sure. So you've got your regular practice. You're doing NDE people. You're maybe working on a book. Mm -hmm. What else do you got going on that you want us to know about? I guess, uh, you know, I'm, I'm speaking at IANS at the end of this month, uh, or no, beginning of September, September 5th, I think is my date of speaking. Um, so people can tune in on there. They can find the information on the IANS website and, um, not, not much more. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff that I have going on. I really, uh, I sometimes wonder how I, I how I do it all, but <laughs> it's, it's uh, it's nourishing to my soul. So it's easy to do, right? It's not a lot of people ask me, Oh, my gosh, you must, it must be so much energy loss, right? But I'm constantly working with energy and pulling through information and working with people's guides and my guides. And mm -hmm. that's how I do my hypnosis sessions. So is that ion session? Is that like a national? conference or some kind of national mm. online thing or is that like something at a local city uh it's online this year so it's iands.org i-a-n-d-s.org and uh right on their website they um you can click onto the conference and it'll tell you speakers it'll tell you dates it'll have where to register all that stuff yeah mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a national, national, national thing. Yeah. All right. Now you've mentioned guides. Does mm -hmm. everybody have their own guardian angel or spirit guide? Uh, yes, I would say yes. From from the work that I've done, I haven't come across anybody yet that does not have a guide. Um, the one thing to keep in mind, though, is they don't always look the same, right? They, I've had people come into my office and or online and. Um, have guides that are animals, have mm. guides that are light, pure light, have guides that are deceased family members or, you know, uh, or a random person that they, they have never seen before. And um, yeah, so I would say from my, uh, from my own, you know, understanding and seeing, I would say that, yes, everybody has a guide or multiple guides for them during their life and throughout their life uh i believe that guides can change up depending on what you're going through right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you don't mind me asking what are your religious beliefs 
Yeah, that's okay. Um, so I believe that, um, so I didn't grow up with any religion. Um, I believe that when we pass, we, um, we go to the spirit realm and we, you know, we go through our life review and we understand it and we, we understand how it affected other people, our lives and, and, and multiple people from there on. Um, and, and then we have a resting period and then we get ready for our, our next life. If there, if we choose to have a next life, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I do. I do believe that we go, we go somewhere and we, we have a, connection to a soul group and um and we work with that soul group throughout lifetimes i've had quite a few people say that they've experienced jesus or experienced Mm -hmm. god have you had that i have experienced uh jesus and that's surprising to me because i was not raised with jesus as a part of my life um and so i first experienced him in a meditation and uh he he gave me like a a blue stone and in my meditation and i really um i was taken aback right because i i had never connected to him before you know i wasn't raised raised with him in my him in my life and so that was really interesting to me and so even to this date i you know if i'm having trouble or if I, you know, want to meditate, sometimes I'll reach out to, you know, the, the Jesus idol. Um, but I would say that Jesus is not the only idol, right? He's not the only, he's not the only one. Um, and, uh, I, I do believe because I'm not, you know, I, I don't know a lot about religions. Um, but I would say that, you know, people connect who they're going to connect to right in that lifetime. And, uh, I think whoever that they're connecting to is, is who they're supposed to be connecting to. There's no right or wrong, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, person to connect to. Um, yeah, <laughs> I hope I answered your question. Yeah, well, actually, I was just, I I wasn't posing it at you, but I'm glad you no, answered yeah. it that way. What I kind of wonder is if any of your clients have ever said, "Well, I'm you know, I've connected with the source creation or the source creator or God or you know something like that as well or Jesus." Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's a vast spectrum of different things that they've connected to. Some people and I had this a lot actually is um, people will go into hypnosis and see an eye, uh, like uh, an eye that is much like they describe it like the eye from uh, Egyptian um, Mm -hmm. script. Right. And, and it's an interesting way of seeing source because they call it source this eye and um and i often wondered um about it 
because it's come up a lot. <laughs> it's come up a lot. And these people don't know each other, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm very interested in, in what this is. And, uh, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, when I when it first came up, I thought, okay, it's an I am, you know, at that source. And uh, the person I remember this specifically, the person I was working with, um, wasn't quite sure, you know, uh, she wasn't getting answers to her questions very easily, right? So she was asking a guide, the universe. And so I thought it came in my head, okay, she's seeing this eye. Why don't pose your questions to the eye, this this eye thing, <laughs> right? And suddenly she was just, all her questions were being answered, which was incredible. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, people people have seen or felt the universal feeling of love when they get there they've uh they have seen jesus they've seen um source in different different forms um again uh like guides come in different forms uh, animal form um light form uh some people have seen source like a a giant sun um and they get pulled towards the sun. And when they're in the sun, they, they become expanded and feel, you know, wonderful all over. And, and, and that love is there, right? And, uh, yeah, so I would say it's such a vast, a vast spectrum of, of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not, a, I, I don't know if one that's exactly the same, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. I've never heard of anybody tell me that they saw an all-seeing eye. Maybe mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they call that the eye of Ra or the uh, Egyptian yeah. eye, or even like that. What's on the one-dollar bill? The eye, and um, mm-hmm. I wonder if you know ancient Egyptians had experienced that, and that's why they use the symbol. Yeah, maybe. I, I I've often wondered because I came up a lot. Um. I haven't had it in a while, but there was like, it, it's funny because things will come up in um, like, I'll have a couple months of uh, parallels between people and, uh, and then it'll change. And it's an, it's an interesting business, <laughs> hmm. but um, yeah, that, that's, that's interesting about the eye. I should, I should really look that up. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't so far, but hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right, Hillary. Well, I'm running out of time. But okay. before we go, do you have one last positive message that you can share with everyone? Yeah. Um, well, I will. I will say that what I've learned from uh, regressing people, learning about NDEs and and experiences of all kinds, is um, just to be kind. To one another and think about and and uh just to i guess reference the book i'm working on is love's ripple effect that's what i'm calling it love's ripple effect and so this is the effect that one person your saw your soul has on the next soul has on the next soul has on the next soul in a rippling effect right and where that came to me is from uh uh years experience in their um, life review Hmm. and how they saw it rippling out into the world 
you know, just little experiences that they would have with people. And so, yeah, so I would say to people that, you know, be kind and think about your effect on others and think about the effect you can have on the world and, and know that even just the smallest um, hello or opening a door for somebody or being kind to somebody, giving them a hug can change their day, right? And it can change way more than just that person, right? It can change how that person now interacts with another person and another person and another person. And so, um, yeah, I would say, I would say that. <laughs> Be kind. <laughs> well, thank you for that message. And Hillary, thank you so much for giving us your time today. I really appreciate you. I hope you have a successful conference with IONS. I wish you the best. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.